this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is Liberty from Prophecy Now and Spirit Move Ministries. It's awesome to have you listening here on Prophecy Now podcast. I would like to remind you of our Dream Talks deal that we have going on right now. I have an eight-session Dream Talks e-course that I have for sale through spiritmoveministry.co. You have received the first session for free here on Prophecy Now. I would like to offer two coupon codes for those who are Prophecy Now listeners. The first coupon code is PROPHECY10 with a capital P. This will be 10% off either Session 1 or Session 2, basically Dream Talks 1 or Dream Talks 2. Each have four sessions. Or you can bundle it and use the coupon code PROPHECY15 to receive 15% off the bundle of Dream Talks 1 and 2. I hope that you guys will take advantage of these discounts and be blessed by the e-course. And it's awesome to have you as a listener to our Prophecy Now podcast. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. Um, I am sitting here at Apopka Lake, of course. Um, Yes, I'm recording in my car, but a different car. So um, it doesn't count, okay? So, uh, for real, I'm in a different car. Okay, I know you guys like hearing my stories. Those of you that don't can skip the beginning. Um, You will not offend me if you skip ahead to the word. What matters to me is that you actually listen to the full word and receive the prayer at the end, okay? Um, Yes, see the different color behind me of my seats? Not necessarily by my choice, okay? So the story is, I, over a year ago, I had a very large eight-seat Sequoia. Sequoia is my favorite vehicle because um, I have a tendency to get hit by drunk drivers that want to kill me, and I survive in them. So, um, I always have a beast, okay? So, um, but, you know, I was contemplating getting a different car. I didn't know what I wanted to do, and then out of nowhere, you know who you are, and I'm sure you're listening because you watch all my videos, Um, Someone who follows my ministry contacted me and said they felt like they were supposed to give me a car. Uh, It was a smaller SUV and um, a very nice one, okay? Um, I'll just tell you it was a Lexus, all upgrade, okay? And so uh, they said they felt like the Lord told me that they were supposed to give me this Lexus, okay? So I received the gift with gladness, of course, um, and then I gave away my Sequoia because I owned it, and then I had the new car because they gave it to me and I owned it. Um, And I've loved the car. It's been a massive blessing. Um, I was able to bless others by giving my car away. Um, But it's very hard to go from a large vehicle like that, a large SUV to a very small SUV. Um, It was a huge blessing. It's been a wonderful car. I had it for a year. And then... um, before I was going to leave Texas, I had intended on trading it in because I owned it for a large SUV again, um, possibly a Sequoia because I have a thing about Sequoias. But um, 
I had no time to make it happen before I moved. So as soon as I got here and started getting settled in, um, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a bigger vehicle. And so um, I like to have more space, mainly because sometimes I'm always taking people places and we have lots of luggage. Sometimes my car has to be used to go to the airport uh, with several of us. If I'm doing a trip where it's like just me and three or four intercessors, um, we need room for all of our luggage. And so um, I prefer to have at least a seven seat something large enough to be a seven seat. And so I'm in my new seven seat. All the seats aren't up, but um, they did not have the color of the car of the leather that was in my other car and I was very like eh. okay I was gonna cry but I know that's stupid so I will say that out loud that that's stupid but this is the closest I could get to an, a different off-color leather without it being something weird that I would never ever buy and so or get and so um see I'm in a new car so I'm starting all over recording in a whole new car so today does not count as a car recording okay um, but I'm, I feel so blessed by the person, you know who you are. Um, I have no words. Uh, you guys, this stuff just happens to me. I don't even know why. Uh, amazing people follow this ministry and I love you so much. Okay. Um, Pakistan fully funded. Um, uh, you guys have been amazing. I don't have any words for what a blessing you are. Um, everything was fully funded plus extra, which was good because you know you never know what we might need on the trip. And so um, I don't even have anything else to say, but thank you. You guys stepped up tremendously and um, I had to raise $60,000 just for this one crusade. Um, and you guys pulled out all the stops and I ended up raising about $68,000. And um, I thank you guys so much. And, you know, like I said, if you don't like any of this stuff, you can skip it. Okay? It's not going to fit me. I don't know you're skipping it. I can't see you skipping it. I'm just saying. Okay? Skip it. I know there's lots of you that want to hear the beginning because you miss stuff. And so, and you want to hear my stories. So, um, so he... Okay, I knew that was going to happen. You guys? Okay, hang tight. Let's see if I can get this to quit falling. I think it's the heat on the window. Because I have my little attachment. I think I can get it to stop. Just hang tight. We'll see if I can get it to stay up and not do that again. It is what it is, you guys. You guys know these antics during my videos. So you just need to hang with it. Okay, the, vid the window starts getting warm and then it wants to just not stay connected. Okay, see if I freeze it out, that'll help. Okay, this word that I'm releasing, I could already feel the glory before I even got going. And um, I was already sweating and everything else because even just as I sat here for a minute, pulling my thoughts together, um, I was just like, okay, whoa, Jesus. Um, but I will say quickly, number one, if you're not subscribed, subscribe to the emails, you guys. So you get the words I release that are in written form. I don't put everything on video and then you're going to miss it. And so you need to subscribe.
okay? I'm actually going to be sending out a word this afternoon, which is funny that God gave it to me and he told me three days ago to release this today. I don't know how much opportunity I'm going to have to get on and do anything while I'm in Pakistan. So um, the Lord's like, Liberty, you have to get this. Oh my gosh. Okay, you guys, pray for me. Um, it is what it is. You guys have to hang tight, okay? I'm not, I'm not literally not going to start over. So you know I don't do that. I don't record 10 times and then choose the best one. You have, this is Liberty style. It is what it is. Okay, come on. In a minute, I'm just going to hold it with my hand. That's the old days. Like three or four years ago. Okay. I think I can make it happen now. I'm getting the window good and cold. Okay. <sighs> okay. He started talking to me about this word like three days ago. Um, and he's like, Liberty, you need to get the next shaking word out. As you know... In 2020, I released a word, I believe, in April of 2020 called Such a Time as This. The Lord had begun speaking to me in October of 2019 about everything that was coming with COVID and everything. And uh, he had already had me fasting and doing all kinds of stuff. And so, um, I'm just going to trust it's going to stay now. Okay, so he had me doing all this stuff and he was already speaking to me. What was interesting is that this is a side note. This is a part of the word. Don't skip, you guys. Don't skip, okay? Um, what was interesting was, is, you know, we were in a gym. We were a church plant. Um, there's no way we could have been meeting in a house. We There's just no way. Uh, we would have had to have had, like, I don't even know. Um, I don't even know. Like, 30 services a week. Um, because we would have, I don't... We would, it couldn't have happened. But in like October of 2019, I said to the church staff, I said, something's up. I said, I don't know why, but I feel like we're not going to be in the gym next year. And they were like, well, that can't be. Where would we go? And I was like, I don't know. I feel like there's some kind of house stuff that's going to happen. Like, we're going to be in houses. And they were like, we're way too big for that. And I'm like, I know, but I don't know what to tell you. Something is up. Anyway, hence the lockdown. Then I was recording in my garage and then I moved into uh, the living room because it's Arizona and it got way too stinking hot. And, um, and then I hit the road and I was like, I am not doing this. So, um, and then we went and we hit the street basically and started ministering in open places where people would feel safe to come. And uh, we started doing these mass events on the beaches and people were getting saved. Uh, miracles were happening. Um, uh, people were bringing their autistic kids and they were getting delivered from demons and baptized with the Holy Ghost. And um, we had all kinds of cool things happening. And we were baptizing people in the ocean by the hundreds. And so, um, but you know, a lot of people who are hearing have been hearing correctly for like the last five years know these seasons of shaking were coming and so as you know i've released several words about the shaking i don't know how long ago it was i released the word about the seven years of cleansing that god is doing to remove the leaven um 
whatever. I'm going to murder the name, you guys. Um, I shouldn't actually, but that's not the point. Um, I'm not going to pretend to be like this Hebrew person scholar. Okay, maybe person, but not scholar. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, there's levels of the shaking that are coming. And you guys know this with all the dreams and visions. You guys, I could, I could release a word every single day by video. He gives me prophecies and stuff every single day. And so I would do that if he told me to, but I only release things when he tells me. Um, and so this word, the Lord said, is the next word connected to the seven years of cleansing. And so if you were, have not been following my ministry for years and you missed that prophecy, um, the Lord had woke me up all night long and he was like seven years, seven years, seven years. And then I had got up, I wrote the dream down. I was like, what is going on? And he said um, that basically go read Exodus. And he said, this is what I'm taking the people through. That um, there was a cleansing that they did for seven days and the Lord said, I'm taking my people through seven years during this 10 year era. So when you look back since 2020 and you wonder, and you're like, what the heck is going on? What are you doing, Lord? Like people have been exposed for sin. Uh, marriages have ended. Um, there's been removal. There's been exposure on a grand scale of ministries and pastors and all kinds of things have been going down. It's because we're in the seven years. And the Lord basically said the seven years is basically the first to 2027, there's going to be all this cleansing going on. The final three years will be him taking us from a place of cleansing and purity to then being usable. But then we're not going to be perfectly usable, but we will be different people by then. We will be different Christians. We will be a different body of Christ by then. And then we're going to come into the final three years of this 10 year and we're all going to wreck it to a whole nother level. So whatever you thought you were going to accomplish in the spirit, in your ministry or whatever, over these 10 years, this is the push. And you're going to understand it in a minute when I release this prophecy. This is the push, you guys. The push of um, removal, cleansing, strengthening us, teaching us who we are, teaching us who we're not removing people from our life, adding people to our life, things we never expected to be happening. And I'll tell you this, I am on the same boat with you guys, okay? There's all kinds of things happening that have recently happened in my life the last 15 months. I never expected um, that I would be at this moment. So, um, but I'm not in pain. I'm not, my heart's not broken. I mean, I'm way to the other side of, um, I usually move through things pretty quickly because of, you know, just whatever. I got stories, you guys. Um, you know, the devil hates me. He wants me dead. Here's the thing. Let me just put this out there. It's okay to acknowledge that, um, and yes, this is all part of the word. Don't skip it. Um, it's okay to acknowledge that the enemy doesn't like you. You're actually not giving him power. Okay, let me explain to you what that means. Uh, what it means is, is I already know he don't like me. 
And when I'm casting demons out of a person, the demon will talk to me and inform me they don't like me. They already know who I am and they don't like me. And they tell me. And uh, I love those conversations because they just make me laugh. But the thing is, is we can know that we're a target and not, okay, and not, um, and not be moved, you guys. And that's the body of Christ that he's trying to produce, is a body that will not be moved. No matter what's going on, we're not going to be moved. We're not going to fall for it. We're not going to be impressed by it either, though. You see what I'm saying, though? There's a difference. We don't glorify the devil. Um, and so there is no need to act like there's no devil. If you want to live that life, you're going to get hit really quickly and you're going to learn a lesson about ignoring the fact that you're a target. Now, somebody um, watching this, I might have had a conversation with um, about this subject. Here's the thing. Um, I don't think it gives him more power if I acknowledge that he exists and he is a turkey butt. He has no power over me. Me knowing I'm a target doesn't make me more of a target because I laugh at the devil, okay? So it, it, it doesn't give him any more power. So you can go lots of different ways with it. You can be on the side where they never even talk about there, that there's a demonic side, which is very bad because there is a demonic side. People need deliverance. When we've done revivals in America, you guys, this is not like from other countries. I'm talking about in America. As soon as I, I poof out, a, it's what I call it. I poof out a lot of glory during the worship, when I'm worshiping, okay? I can't control it. It just comes out and fills the room. Well, after a minute or two, it starts to uh, affect anything in the room that's demonic. And so typically in, in, in the services, you know, during worship or when I'm prophesying, all of a sudden you'll start like hearing lots of noises coming out of people and things like that. It's because the demons are manifesting because of the glory. And so um, demons are real, y'all. Come hang out in one of my services for an hour or two. If you've been in my services, you already know, and you're probably laughing because you're probably like, who would even teach that there's an, a demonic side when Jesus said, go cast out demons? Why would we need to cast out demons if there weren't any? Okay, I'm moving along. But you guys, I just had to throw that in there, okay? This is like a side lesson I'm giving you. It's okay to know you're a target. It doesn't make you a target. You understand? It's okay to know you're a target, but it doesn't make you a target. We don't glorify the devil, but we don't act like he doesn't exist. When we were informed by Jesus and told to remove the demons that exist, okay? So, back to the shaking. Here's the thing. This is all tied together, you guys. If you don't know who your adversary is, if you don't know you have one, uh, you're not going to survive the shaking. You, I know everyone's probably like, we've heard so much about the shaking. We know. We know we're in a shaking. We know that 
Um, people are being cleansed and stuff's being brought to the surface and, and God is doing amazing things. You guys, I, I'm here to tell you, it doesn't feel amazing right at first. It can actually be quite wretched. And um, I can admit it can be quite wretched and it feels quite wretched. But for whatever reason, God has a different plan. And it's not to hurt us. It's actually to bless us more, to give us something better, to help us to see what we never had, things we thought we had. I don't even know how to explain it, you guys. There's too much I could go into. But I need you to, to understand what the Lord is about to say to you because there's levels of the shaking. It's not one and done. And so back to the 10 year. Those of you that have been working with the 10 year thing, which I know some have, because you've been given dreams and visions also, and you guys, I'm not the only prophet since 2019 that's been talking about this 10 year era being a whole nother realm for the body of Christ. Number one, the shaking and the cleansing. Number two, uh, shooting over the mountain, getting over the mountain to the mass uh, bringing in of the harvest. And so I'm letting you know right now, there's many of you that you're in the thick of it. And I'm about to go into why, because God gave me this word about why. This is another level of shaking. For you, it's for you to understand another level of revelation for you to understand what's actually happening in the spirit so you can get on board and not be afraid and not be afraid and not be afraid and let your faith grow because literally it's going to have to. Why? Because ultimately those souls that get brought into the kingdom have to have something to come to. They can't come into the kingdom to a broken body, a disunified body, a half a body that's living in sin, where half the pastors and, and leaders are cheating on their spouses or whatever. Like you, he, how could we even carry those people? How can we say to them, you need this salvation when we have it and we're not living it? And so all this stuff's got to go. All the nonsense has to leave the body of Christ. And so this is this seven years. I'm not saying the cleansing won't continue after that. He is always moving. He is always working. He is always revealing. But this seven years is pivotal for ministries. And I'm, I'm prophesying over you right now before I release this word. Um, the last three years of this 10 years is going to be magnanimous. It's going to be Marvy. That's what I call marvelous. Marvy, you guys. The fruit is going to be tremendous. You're going to see fruit like you've never seen during this whole decade since 2020. In the last three years of this 10 years. And I'm declaring that right now. Remember that I said it because it is going to come to pass. And so when he does all the work he has to do, we become unshakable. He cleanses his body. It's going to be a whole nother realm. We're going to be all going to a whole nother place of bringing in the harvest of doing his work with purity and unity. It's a whole nother thing. Okay. So he had given me the word about the seven years. And then he kept speaking to me about, um, he gave me the next word for that. I get lots of different words in order, but they have kind of like different subjects or different thought processes. And this is one concerning the shaking. And so 
the next word that he gave me was this one and he had not told me to release it yet until like the last three days and he was harassing me <clears throat> and he just kept speaking to me liberty you need to talk about the next level shaking you need they need to understand what i'm doing right now so that they can embrace it the body of christ can embrace it and so um he had me read exodus 13 um 17 through 22. so exodus 13 17 through 32 says or whatever what i just said 33 um then it came to pass when pharaoh had let the people go that god did not lead them by the way of the land of the philistines although that was near for god said lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to egypt so god led the people around by the way of the wilderness of the red sea and the children of israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of egypt and moses took the bones of joseph with him for he had placed the children of Israel under a solemn oath saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones with you out of here basically. So they took their journey from, I'm gonna murder the name, Sakoth. I don't even know you guys, don't laugh. And camped in Etham, probably wrong too, at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night a pillar of fire and this is gonna make you laugh here in a second after the song I posted this morning and I'm gonna release a word about that um, to give them a light so that as to go by day and night he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from going before from before his people so here's the thing it's interesting that the Lord spoke to me three days ago to release this prophecy that has been written in my journal in, since June. And then he wakes me up this morning in the, basically in the wee hours of the morning with that song, It's a Narrow Road and the whole, by Josh Baldwin. And the whole premise of the song is he's leading us by cloud and by fire. We just need to keep going. We need to keep moving forward. It doesn't matter what hell brings against us. It doesn't matter. We keep going though none go with us we will follow and so it was really cool that then this was the word i was going to release even though this is not the word with the song i will be sending something out by email later but you have to subscribe if you're going to get that word so then the lord said after he had me read that the lord said um, i am bringing my people the wilderness way around from egypt as he removes egypt from us um, and we get removed from Egypt. He's removing Egypt um, from us spiritually, taking Egypt, basically, um, and the, belief, the beliefs of Egypt out of his people. This must come, the Lord said. Um, he will not have a mixture in the body of Christ. We are to be one body, one remnant, one purpose in holiness and purity, untainted from the world. So what does it mean to take the wilderness way around? I'm just gonna read to you the notes I put here. Um, coming from Egypt, being separated from Egypt. And so um, if you remember that word that I released over Christmas, if you go back, I released a short word about uh, what God was doing in December. Um, we were crossing over into like uh, divine 
moments and him moving and working and doing this stuff. But all of a sudden, all kinds of people were, were getting hit with financial stuff. And um, we didn't necessarily get hit with financial stuff, but it was less than normal. And I had other pastors and apostles, actually in Florida, contact me and say, hey, something's up because, you know, money's never been this big of an issue and all of a sudden it's a problem and there's stuff going down. And I was like, okay. Um, but the Lord had already spoke to me that um, he's taking us through breakthrough. He's take, that's what December was like a crossover of, um, will you trust me when you can't see? Will you believe me when you can't see? Will you? And so I had released that word at Christmas time to help people to know, trust God. There's something up. Let him do it and trust him. There's something up. And so um, the whole purpose of the wilderness way around isn't to remove the leaven, but it's to prepare. It's not just to remove the leaven, but it's to prepare his people to walk in greater faith and greater fire than ever before. Adversity will create, this is what he said, this greater faith and build the body's fire. The body of Christ must become unshakable. This is what the shaking is about. A shakable body of Christ will not have the endurance, perseverance to bring in the end time harvest and all the adversity that's gonna come against them from hell as they try to do it. If you guys, we have a heart to do things and we're on fire and we have passion, but we have to have the strength to do it. We have to have the faith to do it. We have to have the endurance and the perseverance. So he's building all that in us during the seven years. Those that don't get separated and cleansed out. No, we don't want that for anybody, but it's already been happening. We've been watching it. You guys, I don't want that. It honestly breaks my heart. And then I have to look back and be like, man, how did they get deceived so quickly? How could they fall for the Jezebel? And how could they fall for the Absalom spirit? Or how could they fall for whatever? So quickly when they knew the truth, it's heartbreaking and it's sad. And so, um, and it's even more sad when they have no clue they're doing it and you try to help them to recognize what's happening uh, that they're seeing incorrectly and uh, they can't handle it. They can't handle being taught. Um, they can't handle, I don't even have any other words for it. They can't handle being taught. And so that's not the body that God can work with. Yes, you can run off on your own and do your own little thing and you can go be cool over there but you are separate from the body. You may not know it until you stand before God, but you're separate because God doesn't do Absalom, Jezebel, uh, the spirit of lust, being able to run rapid in a ministry. He doesn't, he's not okay with any of that. And so if you have had a tendency to walk in any of those, then they've got to go bye-bye. And so if you're a part of the, group the remnant that is still around and serving Christ and on fire and doing what you're supposed to be and becoming who you're supposed to be at the end of the seven years you will most likely be one of the ones here that are going to be used you will have what it takes to participate in bringing in the end time harvest then the Lord led me to Zephaniah 2 3 
And then I'm going to end this quickly, you guys, and I'm going to pray for you because um, it's very necessary. You guys, I mean, I, you, I, know, I don't know if you feel it yet, but there's like all kinds of glory. And um, I was already getting all full of the glory. And then um, when I picked up my Bible and headed here, uh, there was gold dust on it. You guys don't treat me like I'm a weirdo. Okay, I am a weirdo, but I don't choose anything. I'm just putting that out there. God does what he wants. He's the boss. I carry his glory. I carry his anointing and his fire. It does what it feels like. I don't get to choose. I don't ask for anything. He just does what he wants. The things I ask for is to be pure and holy and right. Um, to be everything he's called me to be. For me not to fail in what he's asked me to do on the earth. Um, you know, and all that. But I don't tell him how he can manifest. I don't tell him how the gifts can be used in me. So don't look at me like I'm being weird when I say that there was gold dust on my Bible. It is what it is. Um, gold dust started manifesting at my services like starting last September, October. I couldn't control it, you guys. It just showed up on my face. And then people were going, do you know your face is all sparkly? And I'd be like, no. Okay, and then people in the meeting, without even knowing that I was manifesting gold dust, would leave covered in gold dust. I didn't ask for it. It just started showing up. And I love the Lord, and he can do what he wants. Um, you can throw me in, you're just a weirdo category. It's a little late for that, you guys. Um, I've already admitted to all that. So here's the thing, I don't get to choose it, but... God is all over this word is what I'm saying. Okay, Zephaniah 2, 3. Seek the Lord, all you meek of the earth, who have upheld his justice. Seek righteousness, seek humility. Boom, man. I could go for days on that one. Seek humility. It may, it may be that you will be hidden in the day of the Lord's anger. I'm not saying we're in the middle of the Lord's anger, but what I'm saying is, is this is the verse he gave me. And then he gave me the rest of the word. So you have to ask him about it. Because he's the boss, okay? The Lord said, um, but the remnant can rest assured. They will have protection during the seasons ahead if they stay undercover. Stay humble and submitted to him. They will have all the protection that they need. Um, he said, we will be hidden in him when everything goes down. It hasn't gone down yet. You guys, you guys, you ain't see, we haven't seen nothing yet. We are in the end times. We're coming in. I know it's in my lifetime. I'm just telling you. I know that I know. It's what I do. It's times and seasons. So, but we're in the beginning process, which means the body has to be cleansed first. Um, we can't help other people be cleansed if we ain't clean. Dirt can't clean dirt. Dirt just spreads more dirt. Cancer spreads more cancer. Okay? So, um, the body of Christ to be able to stand, so the body of Christ can stand unshakable. I, um, he basically said, uh, he fit, everything that's going down is going down the way that he needs it to do, needs it to be done, and it has to be through the wilderness way. 
That's how we're going to grow. That's how we're going to gain the most strength is the wilderness way around. And so he needs us to take that, you know, way down. Um, and I just put some of uh, my own notes in here. You know, a lot of people are like, it's already been bad, blah, blah, blah. You guys, whoop, uh, we ain't seen nothing yet. Okay. And so I'm just going to hold it because I'm not starting over. So just track with me. Okay. Um, this is the preparation season for the body of Christ to be able to stand unshakable. The body of Christ, um, the remnant can rest assured of his protection will be upon them and his glory will cover them and go before them and behind them. Previously said that I had said in the three dark years um, that the people of the Lord said, let them know during the dark years, they will be under an open heaven. If they stay humble, they allow themselves to be purified. Um, they don't turn out to be a, a tear when he's separating the wheat and the tares. And so um, it's important, you guys, that you understand what he's doing and why he's doing it. And we have an open heaven over us. The devil can't kill us if you position yourself to not be killed. Um, his people will be under an open heaven. Heaven will bring miraculous provision and protection from death and physical harm. And it will make a way for the remnant to finish its job on the earth. We must trust this protection. We must first learn how to trust this protection through the wilderness way around. And so this word is a little bit longer than what I would normally do, you guys, because the first 10 minutes was other stuff. But um, here's the thing. We have to have the wilderness. Those seasons in our life is what grows us the most. Because you can either become complacent during the wilderness or you can dive in more. You can worship more. You can serve him more. You can go beyond what your human feelings are telling you. And the Lord says that's the body of Christ that's going to have to be ready to wreck it. In the end times, the apostles were willing to die. They didn't care. We have to be willing to die and not care. But he says, we're not going nowhere when there's a job to do. He will protect us. We will be under an open heaven. Um, but this, this wilderness way around has to happen, you guys. Many of you have contacted me, apostles and pastors in Florida, actually, for one thing, even just recently. And uh, many of you have emailed the ministry and you're like, I don't know what's going on, but it's like money's never been so tight. Things have never been so hard. Um, I don't know what is happening. And I will just tell you this right now. He's taking us the wilderness way around. In the wilderness... The people of God had everything they needed. Every day. They didn't have millions of dollars in the bank account to trust in. They didn't have... It. They had to trust God every day for the manna, for the quail. Like every, every, every single day. Every day, you guys. We can't rely on anything but him. 
So this is the wilderness. And he basically said, Liberty, my people need to understand the wilderness way has to come. And so they can't skip it. And he wants you to be positioned where you're supposed to be so that you can go into the promised land. And so it's very important to him that we become unshakable. He wants you to become unshakable. He wants me to be unshakable. He wants us to know we can trust him, that we're, we have a special protection. Um, we don't have to fear what we see around us and we don't have to fear the wilderness. He will, whoop, oh my gosh, okay. He will provide you guys. He's gonna provide in the wilderness in this season. Here's the thing. Not always does he do everything at the last minute, but every now and then he's like, I call it now being right on time. He will say, um, you know, Liberty. People will be like, he always does everything at the last minute. No, he's right on time. I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to be accused of being, you know, the last minute God. Um, but sometimes he allows that because he has to build our faith. He needs us to know who the source is. It's not us. It's not us, you guys. It's never going to be us. And so he needs to get that out of us. And it doesn't mean we're all guilty of that, but it means in some form, there must be a piece in there because he needs to get it out of us so that we can do this daily with him without fear, without thinking that, oh no, you know, it's not going to happen. God's not going to come through. Um, what happens if he doesn't? Then what are we going to do? Here's the thing. Our lack of faith can ruin things. And then he, it's him teaching us a lesson. We have to trust him daily for the manna. We have to trust him daily for everything. And so, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. Um, and those of you listening on pot, on the podcast, <laughs> here's the thing. My phone kept falling. And so when you would hear these, when you hear these weird things happening, it's because I was catching my phone. Okay. You can't see it because you're not watching. Um, and I, I just want to say, hey, to prophecy now, you guys, I don't mean to forget you. Um, uh, I love you very much. I actually have more people following my podcast than I do on YouTube. Um, I think I last checked, it was uh, about 87,000 uh, now following my podcast. So that's awesome. Um, but uh, you guys, this is a prof prophecy, but it's meant to be a real word and to teach you to understand what God is doing. And I can't do that in, in eight minutes. It's not going to work. Now, I know people can be very impactful in eight minutes um, or even one minute. I'm not saying you can't. But for me, um, I'm not going to do that if God hasn't told me to do that. I'm not going to hurry. And so, um, you know, listen to the whole word. If you've gotten this far, you want to go all the way so that you can receive the prayer at the end. Okay. And so, um, go ahead and lift your hands. I'm going to pray for you. Um, and, uh, we're going to believe that in this wilderness season, that everything is going to grow on your behalf. You're going to understand what God is doing and you're going to receive it with gladness and joy. And 
I know you're thinking, that's hard. Look what happened to them in the wilderness, you guys. They did not get to go into the promised land because of their attitude. They're complaining. They kept falling for the enemy's schemes. And the thing is, we can't, we can't be doing that. Um, it's only going to grow. His schemes are only going to get bigger and more. And to think that you're not a target, you're being misled. If you're doing what you're supposed to be, you're a target. Um, we don't glorify the devil, but if you act like he's not there, that's really bad. Because we have to live like we know we have an adversary and we have to pay attention. We have to be alert. We have to be sober and watchful, not lazy and complacent like there's no devil out there. You'll be destroyed, you guys. And so, okay, let's go ahead and pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just praise you and we glorify you. We honor you. Lord, I just pray over every person at the sound of my voice that they will receive this word with gladness, that they will understand what you're doing through the wilderness. <clears throat> they will walk in your joy, Lord, as they have to make their way through whatever their wilderness journey is that you have planned for them. Lord, I declare that they will have faith, that they will um, be strengthened in you in every area. Lord, I release your glory to go before them, beside them, and behind them. I release supernatural provision every day to cover them and to go with them. Lord, I, I release faith over fear that, that they will not fear, Lord, the wilderness way around, that they will trust you in this season that they're removing, they're removing, you're removing things from their life, Lord, and we need to trust you. And so, Lord, I just release your glory over every person that they would trust you, that they would know you more than ever before, that they would lean into you, Lord, instead of being afraid, they would lean into you and they would find you in a greater level during this shaking, Lord, and you will create them to be unshakable. Just, just like um, those who went into the promised land, nobody, you guys, Joshua and Caleb, they're the only ones like that were like, hey, we, we can do this. There's giants in the land. We're going to take them out, you know? So here's the thing. We can't get to the end of the road and bring in a billion soul harvest with two people. I would believe the Lord would be like, come on, body of Christ, let's get our act together, okay? It's gonna take way more of us than two people who actually hung tight. So um, I love you very much. And um, you never know, I might go live from Pakistan. I don't know, we'll see what the Lord does. Um, I'm going to be busy doing a lot of stuff there, uh, ministry several days in a row. Um, that I have the crusade um, on the 25th, and then the 20th, I believe, the 26th, I am, they have planned a pastor's uh, and evangelist conference to happen while I'm there so that I can teach, preach, and release the fire over them. And so um, I will be doing that in Lahore, and then... Um, the next day, we're going to be going and visiting and ministering to kids um, at the brick kiln. And so there's just a lot of stuff that I'm going to be doing while I'm there. And I'm really, really excited to do it. 
And so um, I love you guys. Have an amazing day. And I hope you made it through the whole word. I know the podcast listeners, you guys listen to the whole thing because there's no reason not to. Um, trust him in the wilderness way around. We're going to have to be able to serve him with perseverance and endurance like we've never had. We're going to have to be willing to die. That's, that's how that goes. And so um, he has to build that in us. It doesn't come overnight, body of Christ. Amen and amen. Talk to you later.